Welcome to Vegas Circle with Pocky and Chris. And today joining the circle, we've got Shane Jasmine Young from Young Law Group. Shane is actually a mother of five, yes. which is unbelievably powerful. We'll get into that today. And she just went to Green Valley High School. She attended UNLV's Boyd School of Law. Your husband, Charles, talked you into starting your own firm, yes. uh, Young Law Group, about two years ago now, right? Mm-hmm. We're actually celebrating. We just are celebrating our two-year anniversary. Awesome. So yeah. very excited. But it did take me a while to get to that point. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Especially because yeah. you were a private practice prior? or Yeah, so oh. I went to law school here, and I graduated in 2004, took the bar in 2005, and went into private practice with one of the big firms here, Snell & Wilmer. And um, I lateraled over as a third-year attorney to another big firm, Ballard Spar, and I stayed in private practice for about 10 years. But even when I was in law school, my husband, Charles, had said, like, yeah, you know, you're going to open your own firm, we're going to have our own business, and yeah, but at that point, I was like, no, you know, I want to go and, you know, have a good, stable profession, you know, paycheck and all of that. And uh, I did stay, like I said, I stayed in private practice for about 10 years, and then I got the opportunity to go in-house as a general counsel for a financial services company here in Las Vegas, Provident Trust Group. So I went there, I was there for two and a half years, and then in July of 2017 is when we opened the firm. That's powerful. Yeah, that's good. It's good to have that support system, too, right. yeah, for sure. So so where are you actually from? You're not originally from Las Vegas. No, I grew up here, but I was born in New York, so my family actually immigrated both sides. My mom's family and my dad's family immigrated from South America, Guyana. Oh, okay. So, okay. Yes. Yeah. So they they moved to New York when they were teenagers. They met and got married, and my dad went to NYU. And when he was graduating, he said, um, you know, he asked my mom, where did you, where do you want to do? What do you want to do? Where do you want to live? And she said, not here. Not here. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she didn't want to raise a <laughs> she family. She the cold? Or? And, no, like yeah. she did not like the cold. She didn't like the city. So we actually moved to Dallas, Texas, mm-hmm. Carrollton, Texas, okay. actually, where we had some family. My dad got a job there. He was in the airline business. So we were there for a few years. And then we came to Las Vegas when I was nine. A few different places then before you were deciding on Las Vegas. What was it like growing up here for you? You know, at first when we moved here, I didn't like it because we had no other family here. It was just my immediate family. And I was so used to be being surrounded by other cousins, aunts, uncles, and things mm-hmm. like that. So, And we moved, of course, like in the middle of the summer. So it was scorching hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it is today. Yes, yeah. 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 That oven heat. Yeah. You know, so I didn't like it at first. But, you know, once I started school and I made friends mm-hmm. and um, I met my husband in high school. So yeah, I saw you, your high school sweetheart. Yeah, so that, that's probably 95. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. How are you guys able to build this empire and five kids and you know us. it's funny because I think back to when we started dating as teenagers mm-hmm. and I just never you know I just never imagined what it could be and fortunately we've been able to grow together we've grown up together we've struggled together we've sacrificed together we've had our good times we've mm-hmm. had our bad times mm-hmm. we've learned you know along our journey and I think that one of the things that we've learned is so important as far as our relationship with each other and with everyone else in our lives really is communication. Before 2017, we had never actually worked it together. Mm-hmm. So now with having the law firm where we actually are partners in that, in, yeah. in addition to being partners in life, but partners in business, it's definitely added a new level of 
complication of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to yeah. how we are learning how to, to work together now. So yeah. I think that we've done a, a really good job so far. We, well, you guys definitely must have done something right if you're building five kids and yeah. you said you know, your twins are just graduated high school. So you guys have done something right yeah. for, for sure. So, so definitely been able to work together that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they just graduated, Kyra and Shira, they just graduated from Gorman um, High School this year, 2019. Was that always uh, kind of the plan was to go into law school? What made you motivated to go into that field and kind of pursue that? Yeah, so my dad, when he was working, he was in the airline business, and that's what brought us out to Las Vegas. He got a job as a CFO as a um, as a CFO with a Grand Canyon tour company. Oh, yeah, Grand Canyon, um, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. yeah. So the airline that he worked for, he worked there maybe, I don't know, a few years, and then he decided that he was going to open his own airline. And so he left. He was the breadwinner for our family, and he left his job. He started his own airline. He got financing, purchased airplanes, um, hired an attorney. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, hired an attorney to make sure he was doing everything correctly. And the attorney, with the help of some other third parties, actually took advantage of him, um, took control of the company away, so completely pushed my dad out. And I was young. I was young when this happened. So he ended up filing a lawsuit a malpractice lawsuit against this attorney and the firm and that started when I was uh, in middle school and we didn't get a final decision on that lawsuit on that case until I was a sophomore in college oh, so, so you dragged it out it dragged right? yeah, yeah it dragged out it went all the way up to the Nevada Supreme Court and oh, yeah ultimately we lost the case on a technicality it was a statute of limitations issue oh, wow. so you know growing up in that type of environment where I was seeing my dad you know the the struggle that he had as an entrepreneur and then also the legal struggles that he had, of course, he was like, "You gotta go to law school yeah. so that this never happens to you." Yeah. 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 And for me, I wanted to make sure that I was able to help people. You know, I saw what my dad went through, how devastating it was for him and for our family. You know, I was, sure. I witnessed that firsthand. I experienced that loss firsthand. So I wanted to make sure that that would never happen to to me or anyone that I loved. And so I was the first one in my family to go to law school to graduate and become a lawyer mm-hmm. and so that was very you know made my family very proud sure, yeah. and originally you know how we were talking about what made you decide to go off and start your own firm yeah. that really wasn't what I wanted to do going into law school I wanted to go be an attorney so that I could get a good job a stable income um, be able to represent clients and um, be a lawyer that way and you know work my way up in the law firm setting once I had gotten the opportunity, I got in with the big firms, which is, you know, it's difficult to do. So that going off on my own really wasn't part of my initial plan. Um, part of the reason why was because I had so much financial instability with my dad's business and everything that happened that I never wanted my kids to go through that. So Just going drag through all the legal. Right. Yeah. 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 So I wanted us to have that financial security. And, you know, like many of us, you know, like that paycheck, that regular paycheck was what kept me going. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, though, I realized after being with the big firms and seeing how the traditional law firm is set up, even though they were great firms, I worked with awesome attorneys. They were super, super smart, great mentors. Um, I just saw the limitations 
and and I wanted you can change up the whole game. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, Yeah, I wanted to be able to you know do things differently, help people in the way that I wanted to be. I wanted to be helpful to them, be of service, and set things up the way that um, I felt I was really using my law degree to its best use. What kind of law is it that you specifically practice? Our main practice area is estate planning. So you know, a lot of times people hear estate planning and they may have a conception of what that is. So you may think of like a will or trust. And that can be part of estate planning, right? But it's really much more comprehensive than that. So estate planning is really a comprehensive plan that addresses all types of contingencies from your disability to your incapacity to your death, you know, and what happens to your kids. You know, if you have minor children, we were talking earlier, you have two young sons. Um, And so like if something happens to you and your wife, like who would step in and raise them? Or even in the short term, who would care for them, you know, in that interim period of trying to figure things out? And one of the things that I realized years ago when my kids were much younger was even though I'm an attorney and I had planning in place, my planning was flawed. It was incomplete because of how traditionally estate planning is done where these holes are often left open and you don't realize it because you just don't know any better. But I'll just give you an example. So with the the kids protection planning that we do, the reason why I do it is because many times in estate planning, even if you have named a legal guardian for your children, it doesn't go into effect unless you're dead. Right. So what if you're just in an accident, but you and you can't care for them? You know, you're in a coma, you're incapacitated or something like that. And your kids are home with a family member or a babysitter or something like that. Um, The cops would show up to the house and they would see that your kids were there with someone who is an actual legal guardian. And they would be taken out of the home into child protective services. Oh, because you have to have the paperwork. You have to have the paperwork, uh, okay. and it has to be comprehensive. So even with a, a like, that's kind of that's scary, man. Right? Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So that's why it's really important. I didn't to even have know it. that. You just said it. Right. right. Most people don't. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, most people don't because we take a lot of that for granted. Like, okay, well, I've got a will, and it says. That if something happens to me, you know, my sister and and her husband will step in as the legal guardians. And that's fine. That can work potentially. But what about the short term? You know, what about those immediate minutes and hours or maybe even days until your legal guardian can, you know, get to That's why I'm happy we're having you on this show. Right. (laughs) Now you're like, oh, I need to do my planning. (laughs) I didn't know that. Yeah, it scared me for a second. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, just going back to your original question, Chris, is I do focus focus on estate planning, but we do comprehensive planning. So it's kids protection planning. Also for people that may not have kids, but you've got pets, right? Sure. And yeah. if your pets are your world, if they're your babies and you want to make sure that they're taken care of in the event of something happening to you, we have planning for that. We do planning for families that have children with special needs. That's yeah. another major area that is often where, where kids are often left at risk. And you, in that type of situation, you don't want children with special needs to be inherited assets without proper planning. Well, and because also if they receive assets, it can actually disqualify them from receiving governmental and other benefits. Oh, that's a good point. So yeah. we need to make sure that planning is in place to address that and make sure that they stay eligible. So estate planning... That's be, yeah, that's a yeah. huge industry here, yeah, which you're breaking down. So mm-hmm. that, a lot of people definitely don't have that education at all. No, right. not at all. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah. And how would you describe like your typical client? Because it seems like you mentioned with estate planning, there's a certain 
person who's going to look for those services. It might be financially stable people mm-hmm. or somebody who's a little bit older in age. Right. But how do you appeal to like a, a pocky yeah, or yeah, a younger yeah, yeah. right. demographic to so, get into that? So you guys are actually the main core of my client base. Oh, wow. Where, you know, our age group, you know, we're in our years of wealth accumulation. We may sure. not have a ton of wealth yet, but we're, you know, we're growing our businesses. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're having our families, you know, our young children. So that really... You guys really are the people that I try to reach because sure. we are the group that usually thinks that we have time, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, I don't need to do estate planning. That's for the people that have a ton of money or I'm not old enough or, you know, well, there's always... you just share just that little right. glimpse of an example, that mm-hmm. tells you right there we don't have time. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. And we yeah. get caught up, you know, we get caught up in our day-to-day lives of running mm-hmm. our businesses, going to work, you know, taking care of our kids. And it's really, really important to take the time out to really plan and be intentional so that if anything were to happen, that everything's taken care of. So, so yeah, families with minor children, that's one of our, you know, our, those are really our best clients. Mm-hmm. Also, people with small businesses, so business owners, because I do have the business background. Many estate planning lawyers that prepare planning may not have that background, and so they don't necessarily account properly for your business and making sure that it's part of your plan so yeah. that if something happens to you that your business is taken care of and those assets and your business interests get transferred appropriately. Yeah. So that's another area that we focus on. But really, anyone between the ages of 18 and up, we have clients that are all over the spectrum. So we've got young clients, including, you know, my daughters who have their planning in place. There you go. That's excellent. (laughs) Yeah, they have their estate plans because, you know, they're going off to college. And if anything were to happen to them, just because I'm their mother doesn't mean that I automatically can step in and make medical decisions for them or talk to their doctors. We have to have the legal planning in place. So anyone over 18, you know, you may not have assets, but being able to appoint agents, you know, healthcare agents, financial agents, what happens to your assets that you do have, like your social media, you know, that's important for young people, you know, who would take... It's like their brand. I mean, they're now mm-hmm. a big brand for them, you know, for right. themselves is all the social media and everything. Mm-hmm. Is your digital huge. assets. Yes, digital right? assets, yeah. You know, your emails, all of those things are, are still considered assets, even though there may not be a monetary value mm-hmm. um, placed on them. So, you know, really starting from anyone who is 18, needing some foundational planning all the way up, you know, to, you know, your senior years. We represent clients all over the place. What would you tell somebody who wanted to start a business in Las Vegas? Because it's such a heavy pro, you know, business state. Mm-hmm. You know, right. And yeah, I, I do have state. a lot. Mm-hmm. I do have a lot of clients that um, are not necessarily based out of Las Vegas, yeah. but they want to take advantage of, of our business, yeah. our, our favorable business laws here. And they just like Delaware, you know, sure, it used yeah. to be the big state, but now Nevada is yeah. the, the number one. So I would say for those that are looking to start their own business, really think about what it is that you want. First of all, like what is it that you want as far as your end game? You know, what's the goal that you have for for, for the business? Where do you see yourself in five years and 10 years? What are the services or products that you're going to be offering? Mm-hmm. How can you differentiate what you're offering from those that are already in the market? Mm-hmm. Look at your competitors, see what they're doing and being able to compare and really set yourself up for success. But so really thinking about that, coming up with a plan and putting pen to paper. 
sometimes people have these great ideas and they just are never manifested. Sure. Yeah. So just, you know, making sure that you, you start taking action, even if it's just, you know, journaling and outlining, um, because that's how you're able to actually come up with a strategy, right, sure. for yeah. starting and uh, of course, when when you are ready to start a business, it's really best to to start with getting the legal foundation set up. So meeting with an attorney that can guide you through that process, making sure that you're you know you're choosing the right legal entity. I see a lot of business owners thinking that they can take shortcuts and they can do things themselves, and they want to save money. You know, they might have budgetary constraints. And I get it. You know, yeah. I'm a business sure. owner myself, yeah, so I know yeah. how it is, you know, starting out. You want to try to keep the overhead as low as possible. Right, yeah, sure. right. Yeah. But it really is important to make certain investments so that you're getting things set up from a foundational level, you know, do, at the do beginning. Do you do recommendations like structuring a business? Whether do you give them like the recommendation of LLCs and S-corporations and things along that mm-hmm. line? I okay. do. Yeah. So that's another practice area that we have. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Chris, we kind of keep going no, no, back yeah, and yeah, forth yeah, with your original question. Sorry, I get a rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but yeah, so in addition to estate planning, we do business and business planning for clients. And we also do have a personal injury division. So okay. car accidents, slip and falls, um, that sort of thing. On the business side, Similar to how we do things on the estate planning side, we do um, a planning session where clients will come in and you actually do some homework ahead of time. So because I want you to think about really like what is your vision? You know, what are your goals? What are you looking to achieve? What's the purpose, you know, behind all of this? And so we go over four main categories Uh, We call it a LIFT session. So LIFT stands for legal insurance, financial, and tax. So, of course, you know, I'm the one that handles all of the legal. I'm not an insurance expert, but I can take a look at what you have and be able to at least guide you and connect you with people that can really make sure that you're covered adequately, that you're not overpaying for insurance that you don't need. And many times, most people are underinsured. So just making sure that you're covering all of those bases and not leaving yourself exposed. Um, And then on the financial and tax, you know, I'm not a CPA, but making sure that your CPA, if you don't have one, I can connect you with one. Or if you do have one, I'm able to work together with your financial advisor, CPA. To structure, yeah, because it's really important when you have a business to think of it as, you know, you're the one that's running your business, right? You know your business inside and out, and that's really where your time is best served. you talk about you know legal insurance financial and tax you should have members on your team um, other professionals so you should have an attorney you should have a financial advisor you should have a cpa you should have an insurance professional those people because they're experts in their field Mm -hmm. they're subject matter experts they can guide you in the best way possible so i'm happy to be that person that connects you know all of those pieces for clients and just making sure that they're protected, you know, make, like you said, the, the entity's formation is part of that process, making sure they're choosing the right entity that you're having the... Fits, yeah, fits yeah. the right way, yeah, right. sure. You know, sometimes people just don't understand it, yeah. just mm-hmm. hearing stuff and they don't realize it's not a good fit. Right, and yeah. they think, okay, well, I filed my LLC with the Secretary of State, so now I'm covered, and it's like, no, 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 it's it doesn't work that, that way, <laughs> you know? Yes, yeah. I deal with that. Many, <laughs> many people do. I, you know, I have clients come in all the time, and they have a specific issue that they're looking for help with, and, I, and I'll say, okay, I can help you with that specific issue, but we really still should take a holistic <laughs> view of... <laughs> to see really like where where you're set up and I can guide you and tell you kind of where the holes are and 
then you decide how you want to proceed. You know, if you want us to work together going forward, I'm happy to do that. Um, if you want me to just take care of this issue, yeah. you know, that's fine. But I do feel like I'm I'm serving clients better by giving them all of that information so that they can yeah. make informed decisions, right? So, you know, just, just going and filing an LLC like most business owners do, or many business owners do, unfortunately, does not protect you from liability if you're not meeting the other corporate formalities, you know, by statute and having an operating agreement and annual minutes and corporate resolutions, separate bank accounts, so you're not commingling your funds. funds yeah. mm-hmm. You know, all of these things are very, very important to maintain the integrity of your legal entity so that you keep that I'm so, separate. So happy, too. That's the yes. And you never know. You just never know. So you would never want someone to be able to attack your business and come after those assets, but then also go directly to you and your personal assets, your house and, you know, your bank accounts and your retirement accounts. You know, all of those can be at risk if you don't have things set up properly. Yeah. Is there a tip that you would share that that could minimize some of the risk for some people that would want to start a business or currently have a business in place? Yeah, Yeah. sure. I I would say tip number one is call me. Yeah, there you go. That's good. That's a good plug. That's a good sales. Good sales. Because I will, we have have the the ability to review that um, and we can, we can do the planning session at no cost. There's some work that you have to do and there are a lot of options so that you can come in, you can actually get everything reviewed, ask your questions and really find out what your best course of action is after, you know, being counseled through that. And we offer all all kinds of services. So like I said, it can be the one-off type of situation or I have clients that on a monthly basis, they pay a flat fee and they get a specified scope of services. And that tends to work nicely because they like to be able to know exactly how much their legal spend Mm -hmm. is going to be per month. And then, you know, we're able to plan ahead and be proactive be strategic yeah. that's good yeah, you got a good, good mindset do you get into like prenups and how they set up their business i do is that, is that hard to to be able to make those recommendations or well i think you know when when you're talking about business it's important you know whether it's a, a spouse mm-hmm. or just a business partner mm-hmm. you want to be able to outline exactly what your roles and responsibilities are mm-hmm. have clear expectations because a lot of times a lot of business is done you know with a handshake you know it's a gentleman's agreement yep. and then something happens down the road and people are at odds and it gets ugly so mm-hmm. it's much better to have those conversations up front, have everything documented the way that it should be, where it's clearly outlined, you know, in agreements and things like that. So there's never a question as to what happens or how things are supposed to work and who's supposed Mm -hmm. to be doing what, that sort of thing. But, but yeah, also prenups, you know, that's another thing. Especially because yeah, Vegas is such a, you know, pro-business area. It's unimportant. Well, not only that, (laughs) the divorce phase is crazy here. So I know that... uh, And we do some family law, so, you you know, divorce, it depends on the type Type of matter. Okay. Um, that's definitely not the area that I like to focus oh, my yeah, time yeah, yeah, yeah. on. <laughs> that's got to be hard. That's, yeah. that's tough. Yeah. 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 Um, and a lot can be involved. So if it is contentious, I do have um, lots. I've got great colleagues that I work with um, that focus in that area. Mm-hmm. So I tell clients all the time, you know, if you have clients or prospects or, or even acquaintances, if there's ever an issue that you have, reach out to me. If it's something that I can't handle, I'm going to connect you with someone that I trust, that I know yeah. will be able to, you know, take care of you and not mm-hmm. take advantage. You, we were talking offline. You guys have done an excellent job of building your brand. 
Mm-hmm. How you. have you? Do you have a team? That are you doing it yourself, or how? I do. So yeah. I I did start out doing a lot of it myself. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband, as I mentioned, oh, right. Operations, he's yeah. mm-hmm. he's not he's not an attorney. He's more of the creative mm-hmm. um, one. So where I see the black and white, he sees the color. Mm-hmm. So he's the one that heads up the marketing and operations of the firm. Mm-hmm. So that's really you know that's his baby. We work together on it, of course. Sure, yeah. But yeah, I've I've definitely learned a lot. Um, about you know running a business and that component yeah. of marketing, which is so important. I feel you know I, I know that a lot of attorneys and law firms don't really do marketing. It's one of the things that it kind of makes us unique, yeah. but it's critical to our community really because that's how I get the information out. That's yeah, how that's how I came across mm-hmm. you too, and you right. were, you were featured in My Vegas also the magazine mm-hmm. top like one hundred lawyers. Yes, yeah, yeah. that was in February this year. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so for me, it's important to be out there in the community, educating our community, because even having, you know, the conversation that we were having with, like, the Kids Protection Plan, you're like, oh, my gosh, I never even thought about that. And that's why we do things, you know, we hold events, we do events at our office, and we also do um, events around around the city, you know, trying to make it convenient for people to attend. We also do webinars once a month. Oh, you do? Through your website? Website. Okay, awesome. So our website where we... Uh, The information on our webinars is www.yldwebinar.com. Okay. And then for the other events that we host, uh, we do like a wine tasting and a wills and trust workshop. So we call it Wine and Wills. And our next one in August is actually uh, August 13th at 6 p.m. That one is at the Total Wine in Town Square. And then August 14th at 6 p.m. is at the Total Wine in Henderson. Okay. So we do so the complimentary. Out a couple different mm-hmm. areas. Yeah. Okay. yeah, we've done um, other events in Centennial. So it's mainly been the Centennial, Total Wine, the Town Square, Summerlin, and Henderson. We need to go Henderson. to the one on the 13th. Jesus, you yes. scared me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's good. So that's those really are coming good. up. And, um, yeah, I would love to have you. They're free events. Yeah, and they're fun. Yeah, you know, I actually, you know, when you think about estate planning, people are like, oh, that doesn't sound fun to me. It's scary. You know? Right. Not a lot. It's scary. It, and so you start doing it, I'm like, wait a minute, right? what? what did you yeah. say? Right. So that's, yeah, it's scary. But yeah. it, I, I do try to make it fun also, yeah. you know, and I try to convey the information in a way that's digestible. Mm-hmm. Sure. So so I don't try to make make it too complex, but give you the information so that you're aware of things, you know, that you should be thinking about the types of decisions that, you know, you really should be making and how you can protect your family, you know, the next steps. So we do that educational piece. We do the wine tasting first. Um, so that's usually about 30 minutes. And then we start this seminar at 630. And it's usually about an hour. Mm-hmm. And then that's I good. try to leave time for questions. And then we do offer for people that attend the seminar, we we offer the opportunity to book an appointment with me. Oh, good. And I waive the normal fee for that. It's a two-hour private meeting with me. We call it a family wealth planning session. Sure. So um, for those that attend a webinar or like the Wine and Wills, um, you can get that family wealth planning oh, session. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And you then we offer a discount. Job. Also, for those people that attend in, the, in that book, we offer um, a discount on any planning that you do. So it's a good way to come and get information where it's not it's not such an intimidating yeah, experience. Sure, no. Especially when you go to law, because you think, right. yeah, you tend to get nervous and yeah. stuff. That's, that's really cool. I, like, I see why you guys mm-hmm. are successful. So Yeah, because great. people yeah. get to know me. You know, they're able to um, be in a setting where they're comfortable. Sure. And mm-hmm. then once that's they come in. That's wine them too. Right? Them all, oh, yeah, <laughs> relax. That's good. What do you think is 
of some of your biggest accomplishments that you guys have have done? Well, I really would say just growing the business, you know, Mm -hmm. growing the firm in such a short time. You know, I have been a lawyer since 2005, so I'm not a new attorney, but having our firm where I really started from nothing. I had zero clients when we opened the Mm -hmm. firm two years ago because I came from an in-house position. So it wasn't even like, yeah, no, I I had no clients, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so that was, that was definitely one of the scary parts um, going off on my own and really, you know, like, are we going to make it? Like, am I going to fail? You know, that was that was one of the things that had held me back previously was my fear. Yeah. Um, and because, you know, I didn't want to have that same experience of, like, how are we going to pay our bills, you know, that yeah. I grew up with. So, so that was definitely scary. But being able to go off on my own and really use the things that I learned along the way, yeah. including, you know, when I was at the big firm and then when I was in-house working for a company, that's when I realized that, you know, there was a lot more I had a lot more to give than just being a lawyer you know I was good at a lot of other things and there were other qualities and skills that I learned along the way as far as sales and marketing and connection you know communication which I think has really transferred well to be able to be successful in our business and so I would say to answer your question the great one of my greatest accomplishments on the on the professional side would definitely be having our firm you know the success that we We've had in such a short period of time, and being able to do it, you know, with my yeah. family and branding your with name too, which is awesome. Right. Yeah, yeah, I mean your name, mm-hmm. and you've got a strong background from valedictorian to yeah. Well, yeah. So you can figure it out. Yeah, I that's excellent. You guys definitely figured it out. Yeah, so you guys are pretty busy. Like, what do you do in Las Vegas for fun? So oh, so and our, constantly working. Yeah, here. so we're always <laughs> so like this past weekend we were running around to uh, basketball games. So sure. I thought that we were going to have a break because this is the first summer that my oldest girls were not playing AAU club oh, ball yeah. Yeah, because they're going yeah. you know they're going to college next or, or this fall and um, but my younger ones are now playing so my younger ones are Kaylin she's 11 Cameron is nine and Samara is eight and Kaylin and Cameron had a basketball tournament last weekend so and they were playing on two teams yeah. so I think they played in two days I think they played like nine games oh, yeah, yeah. Beat you up. yeah. yeah. But I'm just like oh my gosh so I can only imagine and I even was giving them an out for like the last game last night actually um, I was just like you know like five games in one day you know that's really a lot <laughs> it's okay like yeah. I think you know yeah. it, it, you know it might be a little much you know on your little bodies and yeah. Kaylin my 11 year old was like no I'm gonna I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah. gonna play okay all right but yeah so it's kind of like you know one set is is leaving and then this next yeah. batch of kids <laughs> but you, you know what I've noticed they come from a good bloodline from you, from you your husband they, they, they really work hard so that, that's awesome right yeah. so I guess yeah. you know along the, the question that you asked about our greatest accomplishments so yeah. professionally I answered that and I would yeah. say on a personal level it's really my kids that's you good. know like raising five daughters which I never thought you know 20 years ago when we yeah. were just you know young yeah. and dumb yeah. and having fun yeah. I never thought that I would be the mom of five daughters and I actually wanted a son so you've got two boys right so we do not need to get on this topic because so, <laughs> <laughs> I know my wife is in the background but I was, she that was, was 
She's going to tell me to ask you that. Were yeah. you guys trying for, for Yes. So I wanted a boy. Yeah. Like, that okay. was my thing. Like, I wanted a boy. Yeah. From the beginning, I wanted yeah. my first to be a boy. And yeah. then they were two girls. And I was like, okay, twins, that's cool. That's sure. a blessing. So, and my husband was fine. He was like, okay, well, we've got two girls. I don't know how girls. your husband does it. I'm going to be yeah. honest with you. I don't know how he does it. <laughs> well, yeah. he actually is, is blessed. Okay. Because yeah. the girls are, you know, they're daddy's girls. They're very affectionate. Sure. As, as they get older, I'm sure, you know, he's going to be well taken care of. Yeah, Trust yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> He'll be yeah, well taken yeah, care of. Yeah, six right? more, yeah. But, um, but yeah, so when I had the, when we found out that we were having the girls, the mm-hmm. twins, he was like, okay, great. I'm done. We don't need to have any more. Like, he wanted girls. And yeah. I was just like, don't you want a son? Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, don't you want yeah, a son? Yeah, he was like, yeah. no, I'm good. But um, I convinced him, you know, years later, like, let's have one more. You know, it'll be a boy. And, like, then, you know, we'll have blah, blah, blah. <laughs> of course, it was another girl. Yeah. And then when she was a girl and they had, there was a big age gap. There were seven and a half years between the That's twins the and Kaylin. Yeah. I told, I was just like, babe, let's go one more, you know, just so Kaylin doesn't <laughs> grow up, you know, you as an only like child. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I, I did, I kind of suckered him into that one and, I'm not falling for it. Yeah. I'm not falling for it. But she was a daughter, so that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's good stuff. But Cameron, you know, of course, Cameron was another girl. I thought for sure that she was going to be a boy, but it was another girl. And then, uh, you know, we ended up having a fifth. That was another surprise. (laughs) Blessing. But now, you know, now that we're past kind of the baby phase and Mm -hmm. all of that, we, you know, we, we just feel blessed. They're they're great girls. They're all so different. They have their in their individual personalities, their uniqueness, and even with my baby, like it's kind of funny because a lot of the things that I've implemented as far as parenting mm-hmm. um, skills and techniques with the first four like worked perfectly, and with the baby, it, she's just like, eh, try again, try again. Yeah. Okay, okay. Got to find a different way to, yeah. to approach it. Yeah. yeah. So I did. You know, like I had to learn you know each of their personalities and how to communicate and connect with them and uh so i would definitely say that that's been you know on the personal side that's been very fulfilling to see my daughters grow up and even though the the young ones are still young just being able to see how they're growing um into young adults and my oldest ones you know going to be 19 i just can't believe that I'm not ready for that yet. Yeah, <laughs> it happens so yeah. fast, so yeah. Yeah. just enjoy. Yeah, enjoy that's it. good stuff. It, it, Chris was talking about what you guys do for fun, and one of the one of the questions we always ask everybody is, what's your favorite restaurant in Las Vegas? Ooh, yeah. my favorite restaurant in Las Vegas. So it used to be Cafe Barbariba. So, and they actually have they have okay. one in Chicago. Do they? Okay. Yeah, I'm not familiar with Cafe Barbariba. Um, so it's that? like a tapas. So it's okay. not here anymore. It used to oh, okay, be okay. in um, the Fashion Show Mall, but oh, now okay. it's I think it's a Mexican restaurant. Wait a yeah, I, I do know it on the first floor. Yeah, face and win. Uh huh. Yeah, we went. I'm sorry, we went there before. Yeah. My bad. Okay. So like yeah. the bacon wrapped dates, yep. the salads, Years the potatoes. Ago it was there. Oh my gosh, that was my favorite. Yeah, place I remember to that eat. place. Yeah. But now I was like an Asian spot now. I think it's like a Japanese. Yeah, I think it's a Japanese restaurant or something now. Okay. Yeah, it used to be. Hispanic place so that used to be one of my favorites um, because I used to work in that area too so we'd be there we'd be at Capitol Grill mm-hmm. and then uh, so local I like let's see oh my gosh there's so many good ones there really is um, <laughs> trying to think of one that we went to recently there was an Argentinian restaurant that okay. kind of like we just stumbled upon uh, it's I think it's called Buenos Aires on um it's by a Chinese uh, restaurant. 
uh, Hong Kong Garden, I believe, on Spring Mountain. I want to say Spring Mountain in Jones or something like okay. that. Okay, I'm in area. Okay, good. Um, Give them some good spots. Yeah, I'm heard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we uh, tried um, Black Sheep, which is off of um, Durango and Warm Springs. We tried um, that restaurant. Kind of, what kind of food is Black Sheep? So it's, I think it's kind of fusion. I forgot okay. the chef's name, okay. but it's really, they've got like a lot of, like they've got like a lamb belly um, okay. dish. Also, like, they've got octopus. Okay. Okay. They've got all sorts of different things. That's Duck. Yeah. 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 So if you like to try different things, that's a good one to try. We just tried that last weekend and liked that. One of our go-tos is I'm, I'm forgetting the name of yeah, now. It's in the Cosmo. Yeah. It's one of the steakhouses STK? in the Cosmo. Yes, okay. STK. So STK keeps coming up. Yeah, <laughs> That's I like all our STK. Yeah, STK's good. Yeah. I like STK. Yeah. We actually ate there first when we were in California years mm-hmm. ago, and so that's one of the ones. That's one of the places that I like. And uh, Bazaar Meats is one. Yeah, that's Bizarre another that's good a, one. That's a crazy place, man. Yeah. Yeah. I Cakes know. and stuff all yeah, it's wild. Yeah. It's good food, real good mm-hmm. food. So yeah. I'm a meat eater, if you can't. Tell <laughs> yeah, there you go. I yeah. love, yeah, I love that, and I also like Texas Day Brazil. That's oh yeah, yeah, you got some good restaurants, man. Yeah. So yeah. Check out the the Argentinian one and the other one, black black sheep, black sheep, black mm-hmm. sheep. Okay, yeah. I heard of them. Awesome. So, what would you say the next five years of growth for um, Young Law Group and maybe yourself personally? So I think next five years, we're wanting to expand the practice, you know, expand as far as personnel, you know, bringing on more attorneys, also expanding our practice areas. So right now we've got our estate planning and business. I've I've got other attorneys that have different books of business that they want to be able to come and basically grow in different areas. So it's really just a matter of finding good um, partnerships and also expanding our, our personal injury division. So that's actually um, Young Injury Law. So it's a division of Young Law Group where we're going to want to make sure that, you know, that, that area, mm-hmm, okay. yeah, keeping that brand, you know, consistent and, and uh, being able to expand in that area. But really being smart about it, you know, not just growing for the sake of growth, but really being intentional, you know, making sure that we're still able to serve clients, you know, the way that I want to serve clients. And Mm -hmm. that's one of the things that um, is definitely at the forefront of my my list in what as we're as we're growing, because I don't want to lose that, you know, that uh, what makes us unique is how we serve. And if we're growing and we're not serving clients in the way that is consistent with our brand, then mm-hmm. you know we're not we're not doing what we set out to do. So that's good. Yeah. yeah, just making sure that we're doing we're growing, but we're growing in a way that's smart. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Where can people find you guys? I know you mentioned your website. Could you just reach mm-hmm. out that out and the Instagrams and things? And yeah. Uh, so our um, our website is younglawnv.com. Okay. The events that I mentioned earlier with the wine and wills, we have a website. It's uh, ylgwine.com. Perfect. That's the ones coming up on August 13th and August 14th. Yes. Okay. Yep. Those two. So you can always go to that website and see what the upcoming wine and wills events are. Mm-hmm. And then we also have another event in August is August 28th the Women Decision Makers Breakfast. Mm-hmm. So we had one in June. It was a success. We had like 50 women come oh, wow. um, to the turnout. office. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, We had a nice breakfast. Um, I want to be able to empower women, connect, being able to connect women in a way that we're able to support one another, you know, whether we're business owners, professionals, stay-at-home moms, you know, whatever sure. it is that we do, being resources for one another. So we had a really good turnout. We got great feedback. People were, women were able to connect. Mm-hmm. So we're excited about this second event. 
event on the 28th, um, August 28th at our office. And for um, those women that want to attend, the website for that is um, www.wdm.com. Or sorry, um, ylgwdm.com. Okay. Yeah. And then um, social media. My personal social media is um, my my Facebook is Shane Jasmine, mm-hmm. and our Facebook business page is at Young Law NV, so it's Young Law Group. And then Instagram, our business Instagram is at Young Law Group, and my personal is at Shane Jasmine. Awesome, man. Well, we appreciate you hanging out with yeah, us, man. You look great. very inspired. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, very inspired <laughs> and, and scary at the same time. <laughs> Set those appointments up. Yeah, uh, definitely. So we appreciate you hanging out with us. And, uh, yeah, my we'll pleasure. And we'll have you out uh, at VegasCircle.com. So thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much for having yeah. me. Awesome.